Hey friends, this is Mario J. Radford. I'm the pastor of Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. I pray that it connects, leads, and maybe introduces you to a growing and life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now let's go into the message. Uh, we are continuing the same series that I've been on for a while, Hello World. I will get out of it at some point in the next few weeks, uh, but I do feel like the Lord has something that he still wants to deal with us about. And um, until he gets finished dealing with us, and I say us, he's dealing with me as well as he's dealing with you. I'm going to spend a few more weeks in this. Matthew, the fifth chapter and verse 14. Matthew, the fifth chapter and verse 14 says this. It says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. Someone say in the house. Verse 16, it says, and in the same way, let your light, if you are around anybody or you just want to say it out loud, say to yourself, say my light, not anybody else's, say let my light so shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory hallelujah give glory to your father who is in heaven i want to talk today from the we're still in the same series of hello world i want to talk from the topic today stay lit stay lit if i was around you right now i would have you just holler out everywhere stay lit stay lit or you can look at yourself and say i'm lit just stay lit that's what i'm gonna talk about uh, for the next uh, few moments now, when we look at the word lit, um, those of you have, some of you already think you know uh, the definition of that, or you might know a variation of it. Uh, but when we look at the word uh, lit, as it relates to the dictionary, um, uh, the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, we find out that the word lit means having been ignited or something that was once burning. It means it was a lit means having been ignited, past tense, was, and something that was burning. Uh, well, when I asked my youngest son, Miles, um, he's 13, and I asked him, uh, what does lit mean? Because sometimes before our title messages, uh, to just a disclaimer for those of you who wonder how titles come, um, I've realized that the older I get, <laughs> sometimes uh, I'll have uh, these titles talking about how to have a light in the evil days. You know, and you need uh, to have a message uh, that will relate to today. Doesn't mean that I don't want you to have a light in the evil days, but that's not a title that I wanted to use. So I was bouncing some ideas off of them as I do my children make sure uh, that I'm not up here making a fool of myself even though I do that still sometimes and I talked to him and he said the word lit uh, means to be hype uh, it means to be excited and of course, being the student and the uh, researcher as I am, I had to look up and make sure that the Urban Dictionary defined it as so, and it did. Uh, not that I didn't believe him, but it did um, have the same definition of uh, being excited or being hype. Um, contrary to what you probably think I'm talking about and where I'm going in this message, I don't want to, to hang uh, this, this uh, thought on the hypeness 
or the uh, being excited because some of you can do that without any help at all. You are the life of every party. But as it relates to this particular message, I want to look at that first diction, that first uh, defining uh, way that it said that lit meant having been ignited, past tense, or having uh, used to burn. And I want to talk about that um, as it relates to what we're going to be talking about in this, this gospel, Matthew, the fifth chapter. A while ago, I was outside and I was grilling. And I know some of you are like, you cook? I didn't say I cooked. I said I was grilling, which means that the food had probably already been prepared, pre-seasoned. My job was to just make sure I placed it on the grill. But this particular time, I had preset and was trying to make sure that the coals were um, burning the way they're supposed to burn. And I kept going back out there to check them, as those of you who are great cooks know how to do. Um, and I'm still an aspiring cook. And I looked and I saw that it wasn't burning uh, the way that it needed to burn. And I was like, what is going on with this thing? And I came back, I got some lighter fluid, put it on there, and it still wasn't it's what well, wasn't burning the way it was supposed to burn. And I said, what is the issue with this thing? Uh, so finally, I looked inside to check it. I thought it was the grill. I was blaming the grill. And I looked and I found out or I saw that there was some old ash still in there that was hindering the new coal from effectively burning. So I had to make a decision. It was a messy decision, but I had to take the new coal that I had purchased and I had to take that out and I had to put that on a bag and I put that on the bag and after I did that I then had to empty out the old ash from the grill and then put the new coal back in there and then once I did put the new coal back into the grill the grill had no the, the fire was blazing and it was lit and I had no problem and I was able to cook effectively but I had to empty out what was in there before. And there are some of us right now who are like I was, blaming the grill for not working effectively. I'm blaming the coal for not working effectively. Like you, you do, many of us have done the same thing. We blame different things. And what I had to realize that at some point that it was not the grill, it wasn't the cold that was defective. It was the fact that I had not removed the ash that was in there. I had not taken the time to dump out the ash. And the thing about ash is when you think of ash, ash is a result of something that used to be there that has now burned up and is now a residual of what used to be there. It's no longer there. It has been burned up. And now all you have is the ash, which is the reminder that something used to live there, that something used to be there, and there's nothing left there and some of you right now who are watching and are streaming in it right now you're in a season where there used to be something there and then it's no longer there and all you have is the residual of used to be there or something that used to be in that spot and now you're mourning and thinking about what used to be there because now all it is is ash and if we're not careful we'll try to be cooking or we'll try to be living or we'll try to be effective in a new season but we cannot be completely effective because of the ash that we have allowed to to stay there longer than it needed to be there and we need to do like I did instead of blaming the grill instead of blaming the coal I have to look inside and say what is it that I might have left here I'm preaching before you even know it what is it that I might have left here that I have not removed out or I have not gotten out of this grill some of you need to put in the comment section right now check your grill check your grill I'm not talking about what's in your mouth I'm talking about some of the things some of the containers of which we've been trying to to try to do something new 
but we can't do anything new because what's in our container is a residual of something that is old. It's a reminder of something that used to be there that has burned up. Somebody say, check your grill. We're checking other people. No, we're so busy critiquing and judging other people, but we have not checked our own grill and seen why we have not been as effective and why we hit and miss and why we're not doing what we can do because we have not emptied the ash. And I know it's in a season where we are, we're, we're thinking about what we used to have and we're thinking about what used to be there and some of us are, are, are still thinking about where it used to be and, and how it used to be and we, we want to go back to something but I'm telling you even if you went back to it it would serve you no purpose anymore because whatever was was for that time and it's not for now and if you're not careful you'll fall in love with something that is a museum something now that is, is just there to, to view it something that used to serve a purpose but it does not serve a purpose for today and you have to get to the point that you are you have resolved within yourself that it is just ash it is not going to it's not serving any purpose anymore and because it's not serving any purpose it's not doing anything for me now it could be hindering me from doing something real something fresh something new I can't even cook effectively until I empty out my ash put in the comment section right now clear your grill check your grill do what you got to do I know you think I'm Gary preach a message about grills but I'm not I just want to talk about the things that we hold on to that no longer serve us any purpose put it in the comment section check your grill check your grill <laughs> Jesus teaches us in this particular <laughs> this particular gospel and he talks about how we can be effective <laughs> how we can stay lit how we can make sure that there's nothing hindering us from moving forward how we can make sure and i know the 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 verses before it talk about um how the salt uh if it loses its savor if it loses its uh seasoning that it is no longer uh, effective it's no longer good but should be thrown out and maybe i'll come back and i'll teach that another time or next week i don't know but for today i want to talk about uh this lit and how we can effectively stay lit and, and i was asking myself and myself said huh and i said i want to stay lit and i want to and i you know i want to be lit i, I don't want to be left out <laughs> if you want to be lit i want to be lit this is not just something that's dealing with you it's something that's dealing with me too and i i want to be current i want to be what god would have for me to be right now i don't want to be still trying to mourn some ash that's not serving me a purpose right now i want to be lit somebody say it right now i want to be lit so in order for us to be lit the question is, how can I be lit? And I want to stay lit, so that means how do, how do I become that? And the first thing is, uh, according to the 14th verse of this chapter, he says, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. It says, you are a city that is set on a hill which cannot be hidden. Say it again, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. The first thing is, you got to make sure if you're going to be lit, you've got to, L means you've got to be legally represented. And there are a lot of us who are illegal. <laughs> and those of you who know what illegal activities produce, it produces you being behind bars. <clears throat> or it produces you being picked up 
or produces people not wanting to hear you because you are illegal. Illegal in this term means you are representing something of which you have no uh, jurisdiction. You have no authority in. You have no power. What does that mean? Break it down a little bit more. That means you're trying to do something that you're not called to do. That means you're trying to represent something. Uh, who wants a lawyer who's just not, who wants a lawyer who's never had a case before? Who wants a doctor who has no, who has nothing, uh, no history uh, in any survival rates or, or no 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 pictures of anybody who survived and you want to do a brain surgery on me and you've never done this before I, I don't need you to try game don't try on me yet I want you to have a few other cases first and there are a lot of us who are trying out things on people and we're messing with people's minds and we're messing with people's souls and messing with people's families and we're messing with people's emotions and we're messing with people's sanity because we're not legally represented and if we're going to be lit the first thing is you want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that God called you to this season there are a lot of people right now who are putting up tripods in their rooms and putting up cameras in their room and they're putting up lights and video lights everywhere just to reproduce what you think is easy but if you're not called to this thing if God has not called you to this thing you're going to just be doing something just to be liked and to be popular God is not calling for us to be popular and I'm not preaching to be famous but I want to be effective and influence means you are effective not famous. famous famous means you're just famous or known just to be known God is not wanting you just to be known just to be known there are pretty many people loving hip hop and the wives of Kentucky the wives of everywhere there's a whole bunch of people who are, or who are famous just to be famous and you don't even know exactly what they do but in this time if you're going to be called to carry the gospel if you're going to be called in the hood if you're going to be called in the urban community if you're going to be called in the country club if you're going to be called on your job you got to be legal and you got to know that you know according to timothy he says preach the word mario preach it right now preach the word in season and out of season you got to make sure that you know that you know because you will be tested and you will be tried and there will be times that you will question yourself and say I'm not sure if I want to do this thing but if you are called you will say to yourself I can woe to me if I do not preach the gospel if I do not do what God has called me to be somebody put in the comment section I gotta be legal I gotta be legal that's why it says in verse 14 he says you are the light of the world and for those of us the light doesn't necessarily mean uh, flashlight as we would think or some light that's outside of our house this light was a word uh, that is used called luminary the word luminary means someone who has influence someone who has influence in their sphere uh, someone a uh, person who inspires especially one who might be in a prominent or a particular sphere. Uh, that's what a luminary, he was saying to them, you are the luminaries. You are the influencers wherever you go. You're the influencers and you're not just the influencers of the church. Hear this, don't, don't log out. You're not just the influencers of the church, but you are influencers of the world. 
And it's very important. That's why we have this whole series called Hello World. The series is not called Hello Church. The series is called Hello World. You are the light. You are the influence of the world. Now here, this writer, uh, I was reading the, uh, a book the other day by Leonard Sweet. And he says, Jesus did not call us to be the light of the church. But he called us to be the light among other. He said, we're not called, excuse me, to be light among other lights. Jesus did not call us to be the light of the church. And that's what some of us are so comfortable with. And that's what a lot of us are having withdrawals from. Because all we want to do is, hello, how are you? Praise the Lord. How do you feel? Blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I want to thank God for this. I want to thank God. And, and that's wonderful. And, I, and to the missionaries and evangelists and all. And we want to just sit around other people just to be... Uh, <laughs> spiritual and just to be churchy and whatever it is just to be around other people and don't, please don't think it's not a shade and I'm not I'm trying to be as, as really nice as I possibly can because I you know we live in a day that everybody's experts on social media so I don't want you to think I'm not giving any shade to anybody in the church realm but what I am saying is uh, even though I love the saints and though I love the brothers and I love the mothers and I love everybody that we have as far as our particular body and, and, the, and the church uniting and the church global and the church universal but I am saying that God has not called us just to be effective among each other. Just for me to like, sister so-and-so, you're so anointed. You got a gift. You got oil on you. That's wonderful. But does your anointing, does your salvation, does your power, does it work in the streets? Does it work in the community? Does it work on Zoom? Does it work on FaceTime? Does it work on Facebook Messenger? Does it work in your DM? Does that same power that we have among other lights, that same power that we have among other people, does that same power work out in your community? Does it work out with your, when you're around other people who don't know anything about church? They know nothing about structure and how this thing works. Does it work? Somebody put in the comment section and say, does it work? doesn't work and that's what Jesus is saying to us that you are the influencers not just for other church people and not just for other lights lights are not just sitting around having communication to each other but lights are designed to be able to illuminate whatever darkness that they are connected to and that's why Jesus said in John the 8th chapter and verse 12 he says again Jesus spoke and Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He says, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. What that means is for anybody who's watching right now, for anybody who's connected, you don't have to come up with your own light. We are representatives of the light of Jesus. <laughs> if he's inside of you, if you have him in you, that means that whatever you are is a reflection of he who sent you. Have you ever looked at somebody and said, you know what, you look, you met somebody, you say, you know what, who's your people? Who's your mama? Who's your, and you start asking questions, you find, you say, you know what, you look just like your uncle. And some of you are not excited about that, but you look like what you came from. 
But that what Jesus is saying is when he says you are the influencers, I'm not telling you to use something you've never had before. I'm saying because you're in me, scripture says in Corinthians, if any man is where? In Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and what? And behold, all things are become new. So if I'm in Christ, so because of him, because of what I have in him, I can only reproduce what I am in him. So when I'm shining the light, I'm not shining my own light. I'm a reflection of the light of Jesus. Somebody put in the comment section, I'm a reflection. That's what I am. I'm a reflection. That's I'm a reflection. So in order for us to stay lit, first, we've got to be legally represented. Glory to the Lamb. Legally represented. The second thing in verse 15, he says, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but they put it on a stand Hallelujah. And it gives light to all that are in the house. It's said, verse 15 says, people don't just put the lamp, they don't light a lamp, have it and put it under a basket. But they put on a stand and it gives light to all that are in the house. The second thing is, first, we've got to be legally represented. The second thing is we've got to be intentionally connected. Not just by happenstance, not I just stumbled on it, but I'm intentionally connected. He says, I don't just have a light to hide it. <laughs> I don't have a lamp to hide it. You don't just wonder if I'm saved. Glory. <laughs> you won't just wonder if I have power. <laughs> you won't just wonder if there's a call on my life. Oh, no, you're going to know it because I'm going to show it. Because whatever I have, I can't even deny it. But there are some of us who God glory. There are some of us who God wants to use. And I'm going to tell you what most of us look like. When God calls us, this is what we look like. I want to be used, Lord. <laughs> but I'm not sure I want to come out from under this thing just yet. I'm, I'm not sure if I want to come out. And some of us even get so bold that we walk around with it. We just walk around with our own stuff that we're hiding under. What would it look like if I were a pastor and I'm hitting, I, I am. But what would it look like if I'm preaching this message right now and the entire message was under this table? It would look crazy to you. It would look crazy to you because you would say, I'm trying, I hear him, but I can't see him because I'm under the table. And there are some of you who you might not be under table. <laughs> you might not be under this table that I have right here because it's conveniently placed. But there are some of us who are in things and we are under things and we're saying, I want to be used. I have a call on my life, but I'm not sure I want to come out just yet. That's what the Bible says. Glory. That's what the Bible says in the Old Testament. When God sent a word to the prophet Samuel and they the people wanted a king so they could be like everybody else and you have to be careful wanting stuff just so you can be like everybody else but the people wanted a king just like everybody else and Samuel had to respond to what God said give the people what they want and you have to be careful when God allows you to have what you want because we throw tantrums be very careful about that but the prophet was able to he said let me give you what you want based on your tantrum that you threw and they called Saul and they asked, he went to the place and he says, Saul, Saul, where are you? And they said, there he is. He's hiding 
<laughs> he's hiding under his luggage and there's some of you right now you say you're called and you say you're anointed and you say you're evangelist and you say you're a pastor and you say you're a prophet and you say you're a singer you say you're a worship leader you say you're a musician you say you're part of the Le Levitical tribe you say that you're an usher or usher you say you're all these different things but you can't be used because you're hiding under your luggage and I want to give you a word right now don't you dare log off don't you take that phone down don't you throw it but I want to tell you God is asking you when are you going to come out of your luggage when are you going to do away with it I know we're not flying right now because we're scared of getting on a plane but when you get on a plane you're only allowed to check so many bags before you have to pay extra fee and there's some of you who you are paying extra for the things that you've been carrying too long and I'm trying to tell you right now under the authority of God it's time for you to check your luggage and come out from among whatever's been trying you back and holding you back and to be what God has called you to be to be intentionally connected it's time for you to deal with your luggage put in the comment section deal with your luggage deal with your luggage whatever you've got to go I know it's hard and I know it's been difficult and I know it's been weighing you down but some of you are only weighted because you're carrying too much baggage and you're carrying too much stuff and God never designed for you to hide God never designed for you to hide under tables God never designed for that I know that you got stuff that you haven't dealt with and I know you got a stutter and I know you got a past and I know you got things that you're not you're not you're not proud of but if God wants you he'll call you out from among the table he'll call you from your luggage God knew what you were before he called you he knew where you were before he called you but he still had a call on your life somebody in the comment section say he still wants me he still wants me luggage and all he wants me past and all he wants me because I've got something that I've got to do glory I've got something I've got to do Leonard Sweet says calm yourself down Leonard Sweet says light Glory, glory. <laughs> Woo! Leonard Sweet says, Light illuminates the darkness. If there's darkness, the blame should be attached where it belongs. Not to the world that is dark, but to the church which is failing to provide light. Ouch! Doesn't that hurt? To say, you can't blame the world for being what the world is. <laughs> Some of us are constantly talking about it's so worldly. And they do the world is going to do what the world does and be who the world is. But I'm asking, come on, Prophet Eminem, I'm asking, will the real Christians please stand up? Will the real evangelists please stand up? Will the real people, the real people, not people who are scrolling on YouTube and trying to make shift what you see on some other live streaming, but will the real worshipers, will the real pastors, will the real preachers, will the real missionaries, will the real people who have been called, will you please stand up? Because the world is dark and they need something real. We don't need something makeshift. We don't need anything fake, but according to the gospel, according to the word, what I have cannot be hidden. What I am cannot be hidden. Wherever you put me, I'm going to be what God called me to be. Wherever you take me, I'm going to be what God called me to be. Somebody put in the comment section and say, I am what God says I am. Woo! <laughs> Glory. I won't just have a lamp to hide it, but I got to put it on a stand. 
to make sure that it provides light everywhere. Provides light to every room. <laughs> According to that time when, they, when it was written, the houses did not have windows like we're used to. Our houses like are in this building right now. They, don't, they didn't have windows. They, they just had little uh, buildings. And the light was important because there was no light coming in. But what was important for you to understand that when you had a lamp, uh, the light was not just for you to, to have for you to know your way. But it also provided light to somebody else. <laughs> what I have, glory, oh glory, what I have, who I am, <laughs> it's not just for me, it's for you too. This gospel just not just not, it does not just work on me, but it works on you too. It's the only book that we have that not only do we read it, but that same gospel reads me too. The word is a lamp unto my feet <laughs> and a light unto my path. When you don't be, when you don't become, when you don't use what God has called you to use, it doesn't just affect yourself, but it affects everybody that you're connected to. It provides, it, 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 it's like holding back darkness, holding back a light, holding back an effectiveness that you can have for everybody in your house. Not just the people you live with, not the people you're quarantined with, but everybody you're connected with. Everybody who sees you knows that you're called to be more than you might be operating in right now. And it's time for you to be like, come on, the old song we used to sing in the children's church. This little light of mine, somebody put in the comment section, say it's time for me to let it shine. Let it shine in every corner. Let it shine in every house. Let it shine in every situation that you've been in. Let it light, let your light shine. Let it shine, somebody say let it shine. Woo, glory. So that's two things, I'm, this last thing, so... In order for us to stay lit, <laughs> Woo. we have to be legally represented. <laughs> we have to be intentionally connected. <laughs> that I can't keep it to myself. <laughs> you know, we used to say all the time, people would say, I, I said I wasn't going to tell nobody. <laughs> But I just couldn't keep it to myself. They said, don't, don't have something and be stingy with it. <laughs> don't have a gospel. Don't have something good. Don't know something good and keep it to yourself. I got to make sure that everybody I'm connected with, whoo, this is good to me. Everybody that I'm connected with is blessed by what I have. So the last point, <laughs> the 16th chapter, it says, in the same way, <laughs> let your light so shine before others <laughs> that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heven. The last thing is, first, I've got to be legally represented. Secondly, I've got to be intentionally connected. But last thing, I've got to be truthfully transparent. Now, don't you get off here right now. <laughs> You got to be able to be truthfully transparent. Now, I know some of you are like, I don't want to tell everybody my story. I don't want to tell everybody I've gone through. No, you don't have to tell everybody you've gone through. You don't have to give all the nitty details. details. But we're asking you, can you be real enough to say that I did not start this way? 
Can you be real enough to say, I haven't been saved all of my life. And if you push me hard enough, you find out that I'm still working on that thing. It's eternally set, but there's some things that I'm still being set free from. There's some things that I'm still being delivered from that you would be able to tell the truth, to be able to say, I'm a work in progress. If Michael Todd were here, he would say, we need to be a hot church that we're, we're honest, open, and transparent, that we, we tell the truth. That, that people don't want you to act like you know everything together. You have everything together. If you don't know anything about John 16, if you don't know anything about Zechariah, if you don't know anything about Genesis, if you don't know how to use a Bible app, if you're just attending church and you haven't been discipled yet, tell the truth. Tell somebody, I'm still working on it. It's not them. It's I haven't been committed. And somebody's life will be impacted by your truth. Put in the comment section, tell the truth. Tell the truth. God is not calling for us to be secret agent Christians. That's not what he's calling us to be. To be secret. If you got a story, tell it. Woo! Ah, glory. If you got something that is working on you, tell it. I used to be so disturbed um, growing up when we used to have testimony service. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. We have testimony service and, and somebody would get up and when they would say, first giving honor to God who is the head of my life, his son, Jesus Christ, the precious gift of the Holy Spirit, uh, to the pastor, the angel of this house, the, uh, the first lady and to uh, the deacons, the missionaries and friends. And I want to thank God today for back in 1985 when the doctor told me that I had a lump and um, I was going to only have so many months to live. And, and that, that leaves, please know, I'm not saying that testimony is not effective. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good. But what I am saying, my brother, my sister who told that story, I am saying it's 2020. <laughs> Do you have anything that God has done today? <laughs> is there anything that's current? I know you got saved in 1989. I know that you used to be a part of a gang in 1996 and, and I know that you survived a gunshot wound to the hip and to the right leg I know that you uh, you dealt with that in 2001 but I am saying is there anything that God did for you today did he wake you up this morning did he start you on your way do you have a reasonable health of strength uh, a portion of health and strength are you able to raise your hand do you have an android thank God do you have an iPhone thank God give God praise with green text messages give God praise with blue text messages. Put every emoji that you got. Give God praise for a data plan. Give God praise that you got something, a government phone or anything. Give God praise for things that you forgot about. Give God praise for the fact that you're not hooked up to any IV. Give God praise that you're, you're sitting there with your family. Give God praise that you, if you don't have a family, that you're sitting there by yourself and you thank God that you're single and you're loving it and you're not single and struggling and not single and needing anybody. Thank God that you got a house. Thank God that you got a car. Thank God that you can get a wheels if you need it. Whatever it is, what has God done today? Not what he did in 2001. Not what he did in 2001 and 2011. What he did back then was just a launching pad for the praise I have because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and when I think of what he's brought me through and when I think of what he's overcome, I've got to tell the truth. I've got to tell you what he keeps on doing and he keeps on making a way. If Clay Evans were here, they would sing the song, they would have choir robes from side to side, and they would say, when I look back over my life, 
<laughs> and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed and I've got a testimony. And you have to be very careful sometimes because some of us keep saying, I wish things would go back to how they used to be. I wish we would go back to the old time way. I wish preachers would preach in the old time way. I wish the singers would sing in the old time way. And though I love the old time way, but we have to be very careful of trying to bring back ash for something that God wants to do today. Not saying that yesterday was ash, but I am saying that Jesus Christ is always doing, behold, I will do a new thing that God is constantly updating and doing things. If you got a new car, why we have a new car and want something old? I want to do what God has called me to do today. Somebody say, I want something new today. Don't give me stale bread. Give me fresh bread. <laughs> Glory. I need something for today. So there's a story. <laughs> Glory. There's a story of this woman. Uh, a story of 1950s. It's a holiness revival. And they were meeting in uh, the New York. And this missionary was, she came back home for a second. And while she was there, she uh, wanted to get a globe. And when she saw a globe that had a light on it, and then she saw a globe that was just a regular globe, and this globe that had a light on it was really nice, and she took it up to the clerk, and the clerk looked and said, you know what, both of these globes are nice, but this globe right here that has a light on it, oh, that's really nice, but it's going to cost you more. <laughs> I'm asking you, brother, I'm asking you, sister, those of you streaming right now, When's the last time that you told somebody that your light cost you something? <laughs> I'm not talking about you, your salvation, because Jesus paid that. It's, it's by grace that I have been saved. It's not a works that I should boast. But I'm saying, what did it cost you to be who you are? What, what did it cost you to be where you are? There are some of you who even connected to this church. And out of all the states, out of all the places that you could have been, you never would have imagined that you would have been in the bluegrass state, in the horse capital of the world. You said, there's no way that I would be here. He moved you from California, moved you from Texas, moved you from Kansas, moved you from New York, moved you from Mississippi, moved you from Alabama, moved you from Ohio, and you're sitting here saying, moved you from Chicago, and you're saying, how in the world did I get to Kentucky? I never, it was not, it was not on my bucket list, but when God orders yourself, when God arranges things and you start to see the light of the world start to illuminate your pathway and now you look back at where you were and look back at what you could have been and you say, had not God did that, had God not orchestrated that, had God not aligned that, had God not do this, I would not have been, I would not be where I am right now, I would not have what I have but thanks be to God who causes me to triumph even in Kentucky somebody who moved here give God praise let us know where you're watching from and thank God for where you've come from and what he's doing in your life glory Ephesians the fifth chapter and verse 7 says this <laughs> 7 8 says therefore do not be partakers with them for at one time you were darkness somebody say I was you are darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. <laughs> Walk as children of the light. Oh, glory. If I was in my old concert choir from Kentucky State and they were here, we would say, children, 
<laughs> Don't get weary. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. The time is drawing nigh. Children, glory, glory, glory. I feel like preaching in this empty church. Don't get weary. I know you're going through. And I know it's difficult. And I know it's been a hard season. And I know it's been a hard few months. But I want to tell you one more time. Children, don't get weary. Keep shining your light. Keep shining your light. Keep shining your light. Keep shining the light. Why am I shining the light? Because the more I shine it, the more the world knows what God has done in my life. I've got to shine my light. Because the more I shine it, some drug addict says, if God can do that for you, God can do that for me. Some prostitute says, if God can change you, God can change me. I'm telling you, some pimp would say, if God can do that for you, he can turn me from a pimp to a pastor. If God can do it for you, I'm telling you, church, I'm telling you, world, keep shining your light. Put it in the comment section. Keep shining your light. Glory, glory, glory. It's my Maya. Glory. <laughs> keep shining your light. My Lord, my Lord. All right, I'm finished. Keep shining your light, church. That's why he says, he says, so... Make sure that when you shine your light, that it gives the glory goes to God. I don't want the glory. I don't want the glory. I don't want the applause. No, I got to shine my light because I want you to know how good God is. I want you to know how great God is. The things that I should have killed, that should have killed me, the, the things that could have destroyed me. I once was something. Some of you put in the, you once were, you might not want to put that in the comment section. But, but all of us have a past. Every last one of us, even the one preaching, all of us have a past. And it doesn't take us long. To just reflect on what we should have not survived. If I might say, glory, what we should not have survived, what we should not have overcome. But oh, oh, the blood of Jesus. Ah, yeah, glory. And how he looked beyond my faults. He knew I needed him. Can you just lift your hands all over the room? Just, just thank God for what you have survived. Even if what you have survived is you. That sometimes the enemy that we've been fighting is not the enemy outside, but it's the enemy in me. The past, what I once was, the darkness that I used to be associated with, the, the darkness that I used to, to love and want to stay. But thanks be to God for him the light of Jesus shining in me so that now when people see me they say what a change what a change what a change what a change Woo. lift your hands hallelujah 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 we used to sing a song a long time ago um I say a long time ago, we're only five years old, but we sing this song. It's the worship team, they don't sing it too much anymore, but uh, here we go. Glorious. Shout it out, let glorious. 
shout it out now. Jesus, we shout your name. Jesus, we make your praise. Glorious. You are glorious. Now, that was a part we would sing, we would clap, we would shout out. I, I like that part, but the part I like says, Shine, Jesus. You shine for all the world to see. Yeah. You are glorious. Oh, keep your hands up. Come on. Shine, Jesus. You shine for all the world to see. You are glorious. Come on. That's what we want. We want to shine through us. Shine, Jesus. You shine for all the world to see. You are glorious. Those of you who are watching right now and you have not given your life to Christ. And you've been watching this little guy up here hopping along the stage and <laughs> like, what is this all about? But something arrested you in this message. You said, hey, I'm tired of where I was and where I've been. I ought to be connected to Jesus. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I admit my life is really dark. I need the light of Jesus in me. Come into my heart. Shine, Jesus, shine through me. I believe that you died for me, that I might have life. I believe that you got up, that I might have victory. Glory, save me, forgive me of my sins. I want to shine my light for all the world. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe you prayed that prayer that you got born again. I do. I believe that's the greatest decision that you can make, but I want to make sure that you go to the website and that you, you see the information already on the screen, but I want to make sure that you, you know what next looks like. And for those of you, um, those of you who are watching right now, you, you've been like, hey, I have not been letting my light shine. I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do. But keep your hands up and say, Lord, shine through me again. Shine through me. Allow me to, to empty out the stuff that's been in my grill so that your light can keep burning. That song that we sang at the, at the, at the concert choir, children, don't get weary. Keep your lamps, keep it, keep it trimmed and burning. Keep it, somebody needs it, somebody's got to see it. I'm out of time. I'm not, I could keep going, but it's time for us to, to get off. But, but it's time for you to shine your light. Stay lit. I, I mean, if somebody comes to our church and someone watches this message and they say, hey, that's the most lit message of the most lit church I've been a part of. That would give us, we would be on mission. I know our mission is to lead and connect lives to Jesus at every point. But if we have to do stay lit and add, add that as a, an addendum or to what our mission, then that's what we are. We want to make sure that we're legally represented. That we're intentionally connected and that we're truthfully transparent. Commit this week, church. Commit this week to staying lit. God bless you. I want to take this time to thank you for your prayers, support, and generous giving that make this ministry possible. For more ways to connect, visit online at growthpointchurch.org. If you've enjoyed today's message, you can like, subscribe, share with your friends, or take a screenshot and share on your social stories and tag us at My Growth Point. Until next time, 
keep growing.